This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Our world is full of the unexplainable. And if history is an open book, all of these amazing tales are right there on display just waiting for us to explore. Welcome to the Cabinet of Curiosities. There's a reason so many people have searched the world for the Holy Grail, the cup from which Jesus drank at the Last Supper. To sip from the cup is to gain eternal life, they say. Other legends of immortality have been passed down through the ages as well. The ancient Greeks wrote about a special water in Africa belonging to a people known as the Macrobians. The water was said to allow these Macrobians to live well beyond 100 years of age. We know that story better today thanks to conquistador Ponce de Leon, who famously went in search of it during the mid-1500s. Because of his expedition, the concept of a fountain of youth has spread throughout the world as something of a common legend. However, Ponce de Leon looked for the Fountain of Youth on an island off the coast of Florida, when he should have been searching the Kingdom of Tonga. The Polynesian sovereign state, 1,100 miles off the coast of New Zealand, was once home to a great king. Tui Malila came to power in 1777. It was at that time when he met James Cook, a British captain of the Royal Navy, who was the first European explorer to have ever set foot on the shores of such exotic places as Hawaii and eastern Australia. Captain Cook came bearing a gift, too, which he presented to the people of Tonga before leaving to see the rest of the world, and this gift remained on the island to be cared for by the royal family. It eventually became clear that this gift was special, as Tui Malila, despite his growing age, continued to live through numerous historical milestones. Where other leaders would abdicate the throne to their children, Tui Malila kept on ruling. The French Revolution, the American Civil War, as well as the inventions of the telegraph, the light bulb, and the telephone all occurred while he was sitting on the Tongan throne. During Malila's reign as king, New York became a bustling metropolis, and two presidents were assassinated. The horse-drawn carriage gave way to the steam engine, which eventually led to Henry Ford's Model T, and Tui Malila was there to see it all. When word of the seemingly immortal king made its way to other countries, their leaders made plans to meet with him, Queen Elizabeth II took a tour of the island in 1953 with the express purpose of speaking with the king. There are even photographs of the two monarchs walking the royal grounds together. Ten years later, after having met with the queen and witnessing historical events like the sinking of the Titanic and the entirety of World War II, Tui Malila passed away from natural causes. He was 188 years old. The thing about the king, though, was that he hadn't discovered the Fountain of Youth, nor had the gift that Captain Cook delivered to him given him immortality. Tui Malila, you see, was Captain Cook's gift. A turtle. A radiated turtle, to be exact, originally from Madagascar. Captain Cook had found him during one of his expeditions and took him aboard his ship, only to present him to the Tongan royal family when he arrived. 
Tui Malila wasn't a real king. No turtle can be, of course. But he was a symbol and a cultural icon for both the family and the island as a whole. He holds the Guinness World Record for longest living tortoise, and his body has been preserved for display in the Tongan National Center on Tonga's main island of Tongatapu. However, Tui Malila isn't the only known turtle to have lived over 150 years. In the mid-1700s, a young Aldebra giant tortoise was given to Robert Clive, an official with the East India Company. Named Adwaita, the animal lived on his estate for some time before it was transferred to the Alipore Zoo in India in 1875, where it lived until its death in 2006. If zoologists had known its official birthday, they could have accurately determined his age. For now, Tui Malila still holds the record, but it is estimated that Adwaita lived to be even older, passing away at the ripe old age of 250 years. It seems the old fable about the tortoise and the hare still has a lot to teach us. When it comes to living longer, slow and steady wins the race. This episode is sponsored by Intuit. Here's a story for you. Once upon a time, a young woman was haunted by the ghosts of bad financial decisions, with credit card debt and an empty savings account looming over her every day. When she tried to ignore these ghosts, they only grew bigger and scarier, and these ghosts of her bad financial decisions were stopping her from living her best life. So she decided to face them head-on and take control of her finances with help from Intuit. Intuit helps you face your financial fears with confidence through products like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Whether you're trying to manage your money or trying to run a business, Intuit gives you the confidence to take control of your finances so you can live your best life. Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. Intuit has helped 100 million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com, I-N-T-U-I-T.com to start living yours. Let's get into it. Now I'd like to introduce you to Meaningful Beauty, the famed skincare brand created by iconic supermodel Cindy Crawford. It's her secret to absolutely gorgeous skin. Meaningful Beauty makes powerful and effective skincare simple, and it's loved by millions of women. It's formulated for all ages and all skin tones and types, and it's designed to work as a complete skincare system, leaving your skin feeling soft, smooth, and nourished. I recommend starting with Cindy's Full Regimen, which contains all five of her best-selling products, including the amazing Youth Activating Melon. Serum. This next generation serum has the power of melon leaf stem cell technology. It's melon leaf stem cells encapsulated for freshness and released onto the skin to support a visible reduction in the appearance of wrinkles. With thousands of glowing five-star reviews, why not give it a try? Subscribe today and you can get the amazing Meaningful Beauty system for just $49.95. That includes our introductory five-piece system, free gifts, free shipping, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. All of that available at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Rain or shine, every day is a great day for fishing, right? You got rain gear, but you can't overlook sunny day gear. A Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie has you covered on the sunniest days. Like literally. I mean, who wouldn't trade a sunburn for a trophy fish? But why do it if you don't have to? Especially when this Solar Stream Elite hoodie is built with broad spectrum UV protection. We're talking UPF 50, and it has airflow so you don't overheat. And what's the alternative? putting down the rod every half hour so you can slather on some sunscreen seems like an easy choice to me 
Columbia PFG has you covered with their Castback TC shoe. Its OmniMax cushioning and traction system helps if you're on your feet a lot, say, fighting a fish. Not to mention keeping you sure-footed on a wet, rocking boat. So if you're going to be spending long days out on the water, and I sincerely hope that you will be, head over to Columbia.com PFG and shop all their performance fishing gear. Good luck tends to be elusive. Lost lottery tickets, a poorly bet horse race, and a bad hand at poker can ruin a good time. Some say once it's found, luck doesn't stick around for long, so make the most of it while you have it. Joseph Samuel stumbled upon a bit of good luck early in his life. Not much is known about him, though. He served seven years in an English prison for robbery when he was only 14 years old. After his sentence was over, he went to Sydney, Australia, where he didn't quite abandon his old life of petty crime. In fact, things got worse there. Samuel fell in with a bad crowd. He and another man named Isaac Simmons took to robbing houses. On one night in August of 1803, Samuel and Simmons entered the home of a Mrs. Mary Breeze. They stole 24 guineas and other small coins, as well as a desk. Mrs. Breeze filed a report that night, and Constable Joseph Luker decided to take a look around her property. He must have found what he was looking for, because the next day, Luker's body was discovered right behind Mrs. Breeze's home, making him the first on-duty police officer killed in Australian history. An investigation into the murder was launched immediately, and it didn't take long for authorities to find Simmons and Samuel at the center of it all. Samuel, however, confessed to everything and was sentenced to far more than a handful of years in prison. He was hanged for his crimes. Simmons wasn't out of the woods, though. The police knew that he'd been involved, and so he was ordered to attend his friend's execution. One month later, Joseph Samuel and another man were escorted to the gallows. They were given their last rites, but the rabbi attending to Samuel asked for a final confession before he was hanged. Joseph recanted his confession, claiming that his accomplice, Isaac Simmons, had actually told him that he had done it while the two were briefly incarcerated. Simmons was in the audience as he'd been instructed, and when the people nearby found out, they began to turn on him. The man standing beside Samuel was given a pardon at the 11th hour once the drama had died down. Only Joseph Samuel was to hang that day. He bowed his head and prayed as the hangman slipped the noose around his neck. The cart attached to the rope was told to start moving, holding Samuel in the air to slowly strangle him to death. He struggled for several seconds before falling unconscious, and falling onto his face as well. The rope holding him up had snapped. The executioner and the constables got him on his feet and prepared him for another try. Once again, they tightened the noose around his neck, and the cart pulled away. This time, the rope stretched and unraveled, and he found himself with his two feet on the ground again. This time, the crowd cheered. While the police figured the whole thing was to be an unfortunate coincidence, many in the audience assumed that it was something else, something heavenly. Clearly, Joseph Samuel was not meant to hang that day. The police tried one more time to execute him, and as the cart moved again, the rope gave out just like the first time. Samuel, his throat sore and his body weakened, had survived three separate hangings in one day. The crowd could not be contained. They demanded that he be pardoned, which the governor did right away, citing divine intervention on behalf of the accused. Sadly, Samuel couldn't beat the system a fourth time. 
His crimes got him shipped out to Newcastle, where he was to work in the mines. In 1806, he and a group of seven other men tried to escape by boat. A storm moving in caught up with them, and their vessel was destroyed. All eight men were presumed lost at sea. It appears that Mr. Samuel had finally reached the end of his rope. I hope you've enjoyed today's guided tour of the Cabinet of Curiosities. Subscribe for free on Apple Podcasts or learn more about the show by visiting curiositiespodcast.com. This show was created by me, Aaron Mankey, in partnership with How Stuff Works. I make another award-winning show called Lore, which is a podcast, book series, and television show. And you can learn all about it over at theworldoflore.com. And until next time, stay curious. Thank you.